Welcome. We're back, baby. <laughs> baby, I'm back. Baby, I'm back. Can we do a little harmony real quick? One, two, three. Baby, I'm back. Oh, you just matched me. <laughs> okay, That's I'm going to go lower. You're the you're alto. Go I'm the soprano. Okay, three, two, one. Baby, I'm back. Oh, that was really good. That was really good. So Abba just showed up in a flurry. Dude, you were stressed. <laughs> I think a tear was like flying down my eye. And like, like what happened? Like we just got our drink and I'm just like waiting to know why Abba is so stressed. I was stressed. gone to a car accident. But I was doing, I, it was not my fault. I was just driving like normal. And this guy, I think, just like let his foot off the gas and just rolled into the intersection. Mm-mm. And I almost T-boned him. But it was, I had to think so fast. It was, my brain literally said, you can hit him or you can make this awesome and swerve. <laughs> just kidding. I didn't say you can make this awesome. <laughs> I, I was like, I had to think so fast. And yet my brain still said e-break. awesome. <laughs> no. Tokyo Drift. No, literally, I drifted around this man came to a stop everyone in traffic stopped too and you could just tell everyone's like jaw dropped and i was like super pissed but like i'm so glad i didn't crash but like everything in my car went flying and then it was one of those things where like the dumbass driver just keeps driving because all the traffic stopped for him because he rolled yeah they're like nothing happened nothing just happened to me and you're like that person thinks that everything's fine Mm -hmm. but like it really, I it's really, almost, not I've fine. never been that like a second away from like t-boning somebody. That's that's really stressful. Well, but do you know what saved my life? What my Subaru Crosstrek. Did it beep at you? <laughs> no, it said, "Oh my gosh, good job." <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Hey, thank you for listening to this episode of Tuesdays, guys. Let's welcome you back here. We're clinking. Did you ever think as a kid that you were going to make it on one of those, um, like, talent TV shows? And what was your talent going to be? Um, w- okay, this show is so old, and I think most, like, stay-at-home moms from, like, the ni- early 90s, early 2000s are going to remember this show. But it was, like a, it was like a shopping show where they had a shopping cart at the front of the store. Yes, I know what you're talking about. And they have to, they're like, go find this brand of salami and this can of Spam and this fruit. And these moms are, like, running around the store. Because that's what they were good at in the early 90s was staying home and cooking and shopping, well, right? So is that the one that you would have like, participated in? I think in? I always thought I would be on it. But then as a grown adult, I realized how bad I am at locating things. And I end up just walking up and down every single aisle and still don't find what I need. I have grocery shopped with you, so I don't think that would be your strong no, suit. But you, definitely you could really have tried. My strong suit. I really want to do The Amazing Race. Oh, that's that not would really be, what you're talking about. Cool. But Amazing Race was kind of No, that is what I'm talking about. Oh, okay. I I think every teenage girl thought at some point they were gonna go on American Idol or something and be like the next voice of America. They were gonna wow everyone with their bit be- with their bedroom singing. Dude, what was that uh, thing on our like Max, our desktops, the photo booth? Oh my gosh, could, the uh, pictures you on your photo booth. Could you record? Yeah, you could take little videos. I'm pretty sure I would think I would actually pass away if I found these. I think I like actually tried singing. Because I was like, I need to like practice. It would be like when, an when like no one's at home and you're like, let me like really try. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought I thought that for a second, and then um. And then you listen to the recordings again, and then you. And then I went to a One Direction concert, and all my videos were ruined because my voice was <laughs> in the background, <laughs> and that's when I knew. <laughs> Casey always yells at me for that when I'm singing. <laughs> and I'm just having a great old time singing, and she's like, "Shut up! You're ruining my video." I'm like, "Let me sing." <laughs> no, it's extremely humbling. You're like, oh. <laughs> oh, you know what's the worst part about concerts when in singing, though? In concerts, they mix up how they sing the song. Yes. And so you'll be singing, 
uh, I can't even think of a song right now, but you'll be singing it, and then it, they're supposed to, it's where the drop is, and then they like extend the drop by five seconds. Yeah. And you're like, yeah! <laughs> and you're then just, you're the like, only one. <laughs> and everyone's like, Tough. We knew. <laughs> we, you, this is obviously not your first One Direction concert. <laughs> you haven't memorized the set list by now? Idiot. <laughs> anyway, that's happened to me many a time where I, where I definitely just like yell when I'm not supposed to. Do you ever do it at church at worship? <laughs> that's so awkward. Um, I don't think my worship would even care. We're all so charismatic that we just yell and scream whenever we want. So everyone would be oh. like, amen, brother. Amen. Like, full send, bro. <laughs> He's feeling the spirit. And I'm like, that was embarrassing. <laughs> Actually, I'm just for them. <laughs> that is so funny. Well, dude, I think this is... We've, we've been outside before, but last time we were outside here at Tin Can Alley, it was really windy. I think yes. this is the nicest outdoor podcast we have had yet. I think I'm deciding that I want to sit on a patio for the rest of the warm season because mm-hmm. cold season is close by. Yep. I, I'll i agree with that. We'll make that our new little pact. Um, especially now that the mask mandate's coming back. Who knows if they're going to start closing down indoor dining again. Dude, they're thinking that I might have to do my CrossFit competition with a mask on. That would be death. Terrible. It would be so hard. I feel like... Whoever wins should, like, extra win because it's, like, you did that with half the amount of oxygen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you get two medals. You <laughs> <laughs> you are an extreme athlete. Um, to talk about something kind of culturally relevant right now, do you know what – what do you know about um, – this is coming way out of left field. Afghanistan. Afghanistan. <laughs> it's not funny. It's not um, funny. We just said it at the same time, even though we didn't know what we were going to talk about. Too bad we didn't harmonize and you didn't go soprano. Three, and two, go one. Afghanistan. Afghanistan. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody walks by like, what are they talking about? <laughs> That's uh, bad. That's really bad. I think, especially if you're in the military and you served in Afghanistan, I could only imagine the frustration you would have of like, why was I... Especially if you got, like, injured or you know of a friend uh-huh. who lost their life. Like, why was that ever a risk we had to go through if we were just going to pull out like this anyway? Mm-hmm. I heard it was, like, I forgot the exact number, but I think at least over, oh, was it two or 7,000 American soldiers have died? Like, 20 years and a trillion dollars. And it all got undone in a week. A week. Which is so tough. And then I think, again, would be so difficult also being that person in that moment like in the u.s military like how difficult would that be knowing you're undoing what you've done and you still have to like follow your leader through it Mm -hmm. like you can't be like no we're actually not going to do that Mm -hmm. yeah the whole thing is i mean and there's so many like different sources that i've been hearing from and getting just like bits and pieces of what I should be able to understand. So like we're, I'm definitely by not any means like reading large articles about all this stuff. But uh, I mean, I know we've been there for so long and I, I'm pretty sure a goal of ours as Americans when we're in a new country um, is to like help the new country establish like their military and their government. And we've been doing that. We've been supplying yeah. them with like arms and a bunch of stuff. And it's tough that they had like, we gave them all those resources and yet they weren't able to like fight their battle yeah they weren't so able, that's really yeah. and like their leader like abandoned them and like left really quick and well especially what's happening to like females too i think it's like with the, so the taliban tragic. yeah like 
Yeah, and, that's and the I, hardest part about like I mean, because we try to set up a democracy somewhere, knowing that there's a there's people out there that want to take over and put these really harsh rules and regulations and be s- suppressive of their people. This um, might be a little controversial, but something I've been like frustrated with is that everyone has like been like frantically posting on their Instagram story like pray for Afghanistan, which is like I get I like w- I really think there's super big power in prayer, mm-hmm. but it's also like kind of what is that really uh, not okay praying is going to do something but like mm-hmm. just running and posting pictures of afghanistan on your instagram like i don't feel like that's no i understand exactly it and so i think the way to go about this i think it's like i don't think anybody yourself. knows how to react or so like what is any of us actually realistically able to do i think what should realistically happen is be like my vote actually does matter mm-hmm like, I, I feel like the biggest takeaway would be that. And then so educating yourself. When, when you said educate yeah, like yourself. Educate that yourself. Just like, actually understand policies because I feel like, especially at our age, it's just like more of a popularity contest for mm-hmm. us when we choose political candidates. But like actually understanding policies and then actually understanding that your vote actually does matter. You know what? That's probably like the, that probably is the only realistic thing we can do. And yeah. I love that you said that because that didn't even come to my mind at all about politics. Like, I understand that people are trying to blame Biden and people are trying to blame Trump and like Trump left Biden with a bad hand and people are saying well Biden just misused Trump's thing and then people are saying well Bush started the whole thing or Kennedy started this and that yeah. and so they're trying to blame the people um, when like really what's that going to do right now that's not helping the situation really so yeah at just all. honestly educating yourself to be able to make smart decisions that's really really smart I would not have thought about that as much as I want to like learn about it I yeah. wouldn't have correlated it I would have like kept kind of my same opinions on who I still would have voted for instead of like p- putting my my research against my current leader or against yeah. the future leader and saying what am I actually researching and what are their actual things instead of right. like oh you just don't like this person well what do they actually stand for yeah because I think if, if even that just came out like historically we've been in Afghanistan for how many years mm-hmm. what we've actually done there and then if people are like oh and Biden wants to pull all, all of them out I feel like that would have just been like okay like good to know like Maybe you don't want to vote for that person. I don't mm-hmm. know. Yeah. It's frustrating. It's super sad. It's super sad. I've, I'm, I'm sure we've all seen the same videos of the planes full of people and the planes yeah. taking off and stuff like that. Just some really, really rough stuff where people feel... I think feel it's cool that we're even trying to help, I mean, the h- couple hundred people that we could. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's hard to see people in such desperation to get away from something when you get to live a life like we live right now like literally people are like over there dying and we are drinking beer <laughs> on a nice I'm summer evening patio. yeah just with like literally no actual worry right. of anything hey i heard you had a terrible plane experience okay i kind of had one too so i want to hear yours first i think mine's definitely worse than it's yours. gonna be definitely worse 100 percent worse <laughs> than yours um, definitely the grossest thing I think that has happened to me <laughs> as a gr- as a grown adult. Wait, do we both have the most gross thing happen to us on our trips? Uh, do you? I, the grossest thing happened to me. Was it on a plane? <laughs> no. Okay, well, mine was on a plane. A hotel. Okay. Well, you can tell your hotel story. I'm going to tell my airplane story. Okay. Um, if you have a weak stomach, maybe just like skip ahead 20 minutes. I don't know. Um, so I did a lot of flying in the past two weeks. I went to New York, then I went... I took two planes to get to Nashville, and then took a plane, two planes to get back to Albuquerque, two planes to get to Salt Lake, two planes to get back. Anyway, when I was coming back from, thanks, man. People are scanned. We have a little QR code up, and someone just scanned it. Heck yeah. Um, 
on my plane back from, oh no, on my plane to Salt Lake. So I flew into Albuquerque on on Thursday morning. <laughs> this is the this is you did not you flew from New York. No, no, I flew from I stayed in I stayed in Nashville for a day. Yes. So I flew from Nashville back to Albuquerque. Oh, I thought you said Salt Lake. Okay. Sorry, I flew from Nashville back to Albuquerque, and I stayed in Albuquerque for like 18 hours. I wasn't even there a whole day before I flew out again. Yeah. Okay. So I I wasn't eating a whole lot. I mostly just crashed super early. And I didn't, I didn't eat any food. Woke up right before I had to go to the airport. Went to the airport. I got myself a Fanta. And then... <laughs> no, you didn't. I did. You woke up. No, I was sorry. I was awake for like an hour and a half. And I was in the airport and I wasn't You bought like, yourself a Fanta? I like wasn't hungry, but I was like thirsty. So I just got a Fanta because it sounded refreshing. Orange soda. Okay. A okay. Very interesting choice. Yeah, it was, a, it was, a wrong, it was the wrong choice. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I hop on my airplane. And now when I'm traveling alone, I usually just like don't care where I sit. I usually just grab where I find the first overhead I can find where to put my suitcase and I sit down. Okay. And that, so I was like near the front of the plane in an aisle seat. Okay, we are going into Denver for my layover, and it's really bumpy. Super, tur- yeah, that has a lot of turbulence. Denver always does, and so yeah. it's super bumpy. I <laughs> was like, hadn't been eating a lot. I wasn't super feeling well because I've been on so many planes. <laughs> Do you know where this is going? Did you throw up? I started feeling really sick. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I threw up. <laughs> I threw up. But it's like it's, when you're it's a the kid timing. You have to go into your mom at like two a.m. Okay, like, this I isn't even up. the grossest part. It's the timing of the throw up. <laughs> it was when I couldn't go to the restroom. <laughs> so I'm sitting there with my mask on. Oh, I'm like, I, no. turned, I turned the air up all the way. I'm trying to get cold air on my face because it's Wait, so hot. Wait, is someone sitting next to you? Yeah, it's a full plane. <laughs> and. Um, I, I tur- I'm trying to cool myself off. I'm trying to breathe. I'm like doing my little burps to try to get some, <laughs> some relief. And I'm looking out. The, I'm trying to – and no windows are open. Like no windows w- are open. Like the There's like a window like two rows in front of me that's open. And so I'm like I'm sitting way up, and I'm like trying to reach over to like stare out the window to try to get some like reference of where we are. And so like I know we're close to the ground. So like I, I can't get up and go to the restroom. <laughs> the pilot's like, sit back down. <laughs> sit back down. I'm a throw up though. <laughs> I just, I just like, did not know what to do, and I was stressing so hard. And so I did the first little throw up in my mouth. <gasps> yep. And I got it back. I, I, no. I held onto it, and then, <laughs> and then another one no. came. <laughs> no, no, no. And so, the good thing is, you know, I'm actually, I'm actually. <laughs> it was so nasty. <laughs> the good thing was, I hadn't eaten any food. So it was just, it was just. Wait, what did you throw up into? Like my mask, and then. Oh <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> peaked so hard, <laughs> and no, it got like on my shirt. No, they, you have it in. Not this one. It didn't have one. <laughs> my neighbor guy had one, and he, he, the dude like behind me and back one, he saw me, and so he ended up handing me his, and I got like the rest of it. It was like it was just like two mouthfuls, and he got the rest of I got the rest of it in the little baggie. <laughs> I know. And so the dude, I don't think this dude next to me to my left even saw anything. I think he was sleeping. So I don't think, I think the only person that saw me was like that dude and whoever he was sitting with. I am crying. And I was like, I was like the big, he was like, (laughs) no. And so the gross thing about it too was I had drank in Fanta. So it was bright bright. orange. It was orange and red. It looked really gross. And then I didn't have an extra mask. Wait, so you kind of threw up into the mask on your shirt, and then the guy gives you the bag, and you throw up into the bag. Yeah, so like I like <laughs> take my mask off, and then I like, because the rest of it's just like sitting in my mouth. 
but it's just like burnt Fanta because of the stomach acid. Yeah. And I'm just like into my bag. And then I was like, was fine. But it was like a lot of it absorbed into my mask and then it got into my shirt and like my jeans a little. Oh no. So I'm like sitting there and I like. Did it smell bad? No. Because it was just, there was nothing there to like smell bad, which was the best thing ever. Um, and so <laughs> you're like stewardess. I threw up. <laughs> I threw up. <laughs> I didn't want anyone to freaking know. So I had a I had a hoodie in my backpack. My so I threw that on over my shirt because I'm like I'm not freaking yeah. just like it was like wet. <gasps> no. And uh, um, I like nodded my head to the guy who gave me hit the bag. Yeah. And then it was like so like I threw up and then like ten seconds later we landed. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's not the time to stand up. Can you imagine throwing up in the bathroom while you're landing? That would have been terrible. I think if I went up there, they would have, like, decked me. Yeah. I think they would have attacked me. (laughs) Why is someone running around in the plane while we're... And that could have been my worst, too. I could have stood up and started walking to the front and then thrown up all over everyone. That is so funny. So it was just... It was, first of all, humiliating. Throwing up on a plane. The feeling of, like, not knowing like having like no control and just having to sit there yeah and so it's just like my my mask was just like wet <laughs> and then the, the we started unpacking and the dude like grabbed his bag and he like handed me another mask he's like here you go and i'm like thank you so much oh my gosh that's so <laughs> nice know, he was so nice was he older uh middle-aged probably like 40 50 that's so kind yeah and uh dude i felt so bad so i just went straight to the bathroom and then like changed my clothes and brushed my teeth and then I then I ate some food. I tried to keep some food down. Oh my gosh! And then I had another flight, another hour-long flight. So that was rough. Wow. Yeah, it That's was. That's terrible. Definitely like the worst flight experience of my life. Did you go get something to eat? Yeah, I did. So like I like once I I mean once you throw up you usually feel better. Yeah. So I was like just feeling a little better, and so um, I finished the rest of the Fanta. <laughs> oh my, um, no, no, no way! No, no, no. Oh. I, uh, I just, I, I went to, I got like a burger, like a light burger somewhere and just like ate that. My layover was like three hours, which was oh, nice. Okay. So I got to have some time to like Dude, that's calm disc- down I'm wake so sorry. Up that's terrible. It was not the best time. It was rough. <laughs> so 10 out of 10, do not. And then the, the rest of my flights, I didn't care how far back in the airplane I went. I got a window seat. I'm like, I'm not risking that again. Oh, does that help? Yeah. Okay. Just like, just referencing where, where you are yeah. with the ground. I could see that. Helped me a lot. Yeah. So. Yeah, You're like, was, open uh, the window. <laughs> I'm just on the emergency thing. Stick my head out I the window. I just need a little fresh air. Everyone's getting sucked out the plane. <sighs> I just need a little okay. pressure. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not throwing up today. Yikes. Yeah, so that gross. was tough. And then so I uh, I text Casey and I'm like, hey, I just I like threw up on my plane. And she's like, what? And then I FaceTimed her and she was laughing at me. <laughs> so I hung up on her. Yeah, delete. <laughs> rude and <laughs> block this number no she was very very sweet and kind about it but she also thought it was pretty funny i'm so sorry you have to like laugh a little bit at it that's pretty bad yeah i have been on a plane when someone else has been throwing up it was an overseas flight coming home and the dude had drank in a lot and he was like throwing up like rows in front of me and he was oh. throwing up a lot dude i think airplanes are like the place that there's like so much etiquette that if you don't follow it's just terrible yeah everyone hates you yeah yeah, you have to be, like, really polite, especially when you're forced to be in close capacity with strangers yeah. for a long time. Yeah, you have to be. I had this high school girl on my last flight from Denver, or no, from Houston to Albuquerque. Mm-hmm. And she, I fell asleep. It was really early, and I was in the middle seat, so it's, like, hard to fall asleep. But I fell asleep, and I was in, like, the deepest sleep. 
20 minutes into the flight, she like taps my shoulder and I was like, just like, ignore it. Do you want something to drink? <laughs> She's like, hi, I can't really adjust my air. Can you adjust it for me? And I was no, like, seriously? Her freaking air? Yeah, I was like, brother. No. And then she's like, I also just wanted to talk to you because she's in high school. She's like, um, I'm visiting my long distance boyfriend. And this is like the second time we're ever seeing each other. And I'm really nervous. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, what? I'm sorry. Like, what? Tap, tap, tap. Yeah, tap, tap. Are you awake? <laughs> I just need to talk to you about my relationship problems. I, I don't know what vibe I give off to people. I'm trying to reach you about your car's extended warranty. No, literally. <laughs> literally. That's terrible. And you talk to her because you're nice. So I talked to her a little bit, but then I like, put my AirPod back in, but she kept talking. So I was like, just do I, what What do I do? Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, I pulled my earbud out and I was like, I guess I'm talking to this girl on like two hours of sleep. She was like, so what's your, what's your favorite movie? What's your favorite food? No. She did that thing. And I was like, are you pretty nervous? She's like, yeah, I'm like really nervous. <laughs> and I was like, okay, like let's, let's relax. <laughs> let's let me sleep. <laughs> you know what really helps me? Resting. So, close those eyes. <laughs> that's yeah, tough. but that's like one thing you just, I just feel like, especially with headphones in, you like don't bother that. No, person. not at all. No, I usually just don't even talk to people. It's, it's, it's like much as I love like meeting new people and talking to people, usually planes, I don't talk to people on planes. There was this one flight I had. It was actually really funny. I was sitting next to this guy, and he was watching The Office on his phone. Oh, heck yeah. And he saw that I was like looking at his phone like watching it, so yep. he turned the subtitles on. That's the so, best. And then we were like both laughing at it, and I, I don't even know his name. It turns out we had the same layover in the same next flight, and so he like bought, he was like, are you on this flight? And I was like, yeah. He's like, we have the same layover. Like, can I buy you dinner? To the, we never we never introduced ourselves. Like, we never said our, our names. But we, like, had a whole ass dinner together. Holy it was crap. really fun. And then we got on the plane. And we were in, like, different seats. And I've never seen him again. That's that's really sad. Where's the part two? I don't know. <laughs> I feel like that's also stranger danger. Like, you don't do that. But it was fine. No, that seems awesome. That seems super sweet. Now, you know that you can... Um, I just learned this on my trip. You can share your audio now. Like if two people have like AirPods. <gasps> so That's two people precious. can listen and you can you can actually like adjust your volume separately. No way. If yeah. like you have AirPods? Yeah. So like Casey oh. and I have watched the movie and we both had our AirPods in. That's incredible. Yeah. Super nice. You just have wow. to like sync your AirPods. Yeah. Whatever. But that's a cool little AirPod tidbit. Okay. I'm going to tell my gross story yeah, really Yeah, please. Fast. So where are you? Um, I wasn't. I flew from Florida to North Carolina and two of my like. I guess kind of college friends. I worked at a summer camp with them. They picked me up from the airport and they're like, yo, my college friends are from Wisconsin are in town, but they're in Myrtle beach. Mm-hmm. So we're going to drive an hour and a half down to Myrtle beach and spend the day that with them. And they, they picked me up at like 1230 in the afternoon. I was like, okay, oh, okay. Drive to Myrtle beach. I'm going to preface this as I'm sure there are beautiful parts to Myrtle beach. Okay. This was not one of them though. It was, it, I think it's like kind of like, it is the most w- terrible place I think I've been to. It's the mini golf capital of the world. <laughs> and it's also like pastel, not bad. But it looked like a for real uh, post-apocalyptic town because there would be like giant tumbleweeds going down the road. Mm-hmm. And I, I, there weren't people there, but there was like a m- little tiny amusement parks everywhere and like these mini golf co- like courses everywhere. Mm-hmm. With these like little beach stores, and it was the same store like every other store. So you were like, "Am I in like a nightmare right now?" <laughs> Just and I was like, "Where are we?" Interesting. So we Kay, meet so up for dinner yeah. with um, eleven other people, and we go to this place called Simply Southern. Who picked it? I don't know. 
It was $15 all-you-can-eat comfort food. Okay. Which is um, in Myrtle Beach. It was like all gray. <laughs> like Just gravy like, and... Like, gravy fried chicken but it all had like a gray tint to it that you're like i think i'm gonna pass away if i eat this do you know what i noticed about sorry quick inter- interjection about food what? and people when i was in new york everyone there is so fit mm-hmm. they're also healthy yes and when i went there i noticed we that went too. to nashville dude people got yeah. big quick something about the south a little bit with their comfort food woof and so casey and i were both like we don't want to live in nashville because yeah, we'd uh, rather live in new york <laughs> where everyone you walk everywhere and you get your exercise i think like the the culture you surround yourself difference. with like really like influences like your lifestyle while i was in new york i look up looked up uh violent crime statistics compared to new mexico oh my, it's probably better or is it worse new mexico is 21st in the nation for violent crime per capita whoa Na- manhattan not even on the top 100 what? No right. way. Crazy. Anyway, like, sorry. I'm safe. Myrtle anyway, Beach. Anyway, we go to this buffet. It was pretty terrible. Um, just setting the tone for like what Myrtle Beach is. And then we went to this yeah. place called Pop's Karaoke Bar. And it turned out to be the local biker gang of Myrtle <laughs> Beach. And they politely were like, obviously didn't want us there. So sure. I think they like spit in my tequila shots. So I was like, I'm oh going to leave gosh. now. <laughs> So we were like, what do we do in Myrtle Beach? So these ho- these college guys were like, we got this hotel called Paradise Resort. Let's just go there and like go to like the Lazy River and the and the ocean. Like the, we're right on the beach. And I was like, uh-huh. that sounds beautiful. Like fantastic. So we go and it was this hotel, like a Motel 6 looks like a five-star resort to Paradise Resort. Oh my gosh. It was like crusty brown carpet with yellow walls and, and there was... Not a single person on staff that I saw there. I don't know who cleans or like works there. I I don't know how they checked in. I think they just found a room. And uh, it was like tragically the grossest hotel I've ever been to. And and they were they crammed like eight people in this hotel. Yes, you're like on the floor and. So I was like, Evan, we're not staying here, right? He's like, No, I don't think so. Like for the night, and I was like, Okay, so we go down to the pool, and it's. Every Midwestern family slash redneck family, Myrtle Beach is where they vacation. So they just bring coolers of, like, ham sandwiches and cheap beer to this pool. Mm -hmm. And I was like, this is not real. The pool was, like, foggy brown because people were just in there with their spilling drinks. Like, kids were, like, in there with, like, their sandwich and, like, jumping around in the lazy river. Like, it was, like the most tragic thing I think I've ever seen. And I was like, I, this is how COVID began. Oh I'm my pretty gosh. Sure that's how it began. Go to the ocean. They're like, let's go to the hot tub. And I was like, no, I literally think I'm going to get a disease. Uh huh. So then we we're there till like 10 and they're like, let's go out into Myrtle beach. And I was like, um, okay. It's a Tuesday. They're like, let's hit the town. So we go out to this, <laughs> a Tuesday. we go over to this tiki bar and we're about to take our first shot of tequila. And uh-huh. the bartender goes, just so you know, this is the most high sex traffic place in like, I don't know if it was like the U.S. or what, how she phrased it, but it was like extreme high sex trafficking. She's like, so be careful. So she was like, men keep an eye on the women and don't let them go far. And we were like, <laughs> what? Where are we? <laughs> and then right next to Tiki Bars is the pet store that was like, buy a keychain, get a free hermit crab. And I was like, <laughs> what is, where am I? <laughs> what kind of deal is that? So they were like, you guys should like walk down the street to this bar. So we go to this bar. It's called Duffy's, and it's this, um, I guess this is, like, country bar, and uh, it's this live band, 
and our waiter was like trying to rap Eminem, and we were like, "Where are we again?" Like this, it was like He's a bad. Like, like I'm pretty sure this was drink? just like a also, bad drink. Also, you want to hear me rap some Eminem? Yeah. <laughs> so I, we told him he sounded really good, so he gave me free tequila sunshines for like oh the rest of the gosh. night. Oh my gosh. Anyway, I disappear for like a minute to go find water, and my entire group thought I got sex traffic. No, they're like running around, so call like, the police. They were like, Abba got traffic. <laughs> <laughs> they like go to the bathroom. You're uh, like, you're like in the, the stall and like they all run into the bathroom and they're like, they're, they're just like looking on the, <laughs> in the mirror like, Abba got sex traffic. Yeah, no, literally. But the thing is, is, I could see them and they were like little ants that just like frantically <laughs> running around. And one of them finds me like, oh my gosh, where have you been? And I was like, literally getting water from the bar. Like, we thought you were trafficked. <laughs> so, like, the joke for the whole trip, they're like, I'm about traffic. <laughs> Which is not funny to laugh about, but I was like, guys, I'm okay. Because you were gone for like a minute, and they're like, she's dead. Anyway, the grossest part of this is... is Sorry, the hotel. You ended up staying at the hotel? Uh, due to unfortunate circumstances with Simply Southern Buffet, some of the people weren't feeling well, so they were just vomiting, and so we couldn't really drive home. Uh, they were like on all fours vomiting <laughs> after tequila and Simply Southern and Myrtle Beach <laughs> just didn't mix well. The pool. Yeah. <laughs> someone, the, someone drank too much pool water. The hot dog water. water. <laughs> <laughs> I'm oh, actually, I'm gagging. You don't throw up. <laughs> yeah. So there was 11 of us in one hotel room. Oh I had my like gosh. two beds. So I found myself on the floor with a beach towel wrapped around my shoulders in my like outfit of the evening with like, I don't even know if I had a pillow and my head was like. I like woke up with my head like under the bed, and I was like, <laughs> "Why am I?" Like, use your head. And I like sat up, and I was like, "I think this is actually an all-time low of like l- like sleeping situation I've ever been in." That sounds like. And I woke up with like a terrible cold. Like I woke up sick, and I was like, "I'm not even surprised at this point. Like actually, not surprised." Wow. And so I rate Myrtle Beach a negative one out of ten. Well, I'll definitely avoid it when I travel. Yeah. <laughs> Oof. I don't want hot dog water. I think I've been to better sleepovers in, like, eighth grade than Myrtle Beach situation. <laughs> Where you, like, have, like, their their little table as a blanket in the yeah. night. <laughs> no, I literally With had a beach towel, and I was just, like, shaking all night. I was like, why is it so cold? They're like, someone, dri- <laughs> they walked in, and they brought them right down to 60. <laughs> it was. So, yeah. But, it, I mean, other than that. Dang. North Carolina is beautiful. So how was the wedding? Um, wedding was, it started at 5, and they were like, show up by 4.40. And I didn't realize parking took a little bit, so I parked, and I was walking in at 4.45. And it, would like, movie rained on me as I was walking from downtown into the wedding. No. So I bust into the venue, because it's, like, downpour raining. Everyone got there at 4.40. So just five minutes before you. And I had, like, soaking hair. My dress was dripping. And everyone goes, oh. <laughs> it, like, because it, it was a small wedding. It was, like, 80 people. They, like, all turned to the door. And I was like, no, please tell me it's not that bad. And I was like, somebody else has got to be wet with me. No. Not everyone got there at 440. So I had an afro. And I was drenched. But it was a good wedding. Yeah, fun. Yeah, it was fun. And then I took surf lessons the next day. So surf lessons. Yeah. It was surfing was so much harder for me than I thought it would be. It's it's difficult. I for some reason like the second time, my second wave, I got up but I stood on one leg. 
like the whole time. Okay, cool. Well, I didn't mean to. And my surf instructor was like, I think that's like more impressive than surfing. And I was like, okay. <laughs> like, also, my I guess surf instructor. I guess I'm good. He, he instructed the Outer Banks cast on how to surf. Whoa. So that was his flex of being was like pay a premium for that no but he gave me an outer banks t-shirt for free oh wow <laughs> <laughs> anyway yeah what was the highlight Perks, of your baby. trip um honestly dude just new york new york was so i've been there a few times before yeah. but this time it was just better than every other time i've been there um probably because of the time i got to spend there other times it was like two or three days this one was four and i was with casey and andrew and emily and we just I don't know. It just, it felt like, I think maybe because we knew someone there, it felt a little more like home than visiting a place where we didn't know anybody. It's always nice when there's one person who's really familiar with the place. Because mm-hmm. then you don't waste your time on things that they're like, no, don't go there. I mean, yeah, he definitely, he was like, don't see touristy stuff. Apparently one of his other groups like saw a bunch of like really touristy stuff. Yeah. And he's like, not about that. So we like just, we literally would like wake up and we'd find a coffee shop. And we get, like, bagels and coffee every morning. And we just, like, sit in a cute little coffee shop. Yeah. And then we would walk. We walked we walked two marathons in four days. Whoa. We walked so much. Do we need to do an episode on your marathon experience <laughs> now? Uh, yeah, I definitely don't have blood blisters. I never <laughs> cried. Stress <laughs> fractures. But it just, it felt real. It felt like I could just go home to my little apartment in New York. Did Andrew, like, fit in well there, you think? Yeah. He had some friends already, and uh, the 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 age there too is really young. So really? you see so many people your age. So the age is like, he was telling us, it's either you're you're young and poor in New York or old and rich. So basically, oh. how New York works is a bunch of go-getters in their twenties move to New York to try to make it. Yeah. And then they end up becoming old and rich. That's fair. So that's kind of how it works. That's very fair. Because you kind of, like, one in ten people in New York is a millionaire. So you kind of... Is that true? <laughs> pretty sure it's true. Oh, my gosh. Or Wait, so was that, like, comforting knowing, like, most people your age were, like, in this similar financial situation? Um, like, we're all struggling I didn't even together? really... Uh, I didn't does it feel even like really think about that. I was just, like, yeah. really excited to, like, be around a lot of young people. It's like you're not walking around and you don't feel like the youngest one in the room. You go to a nice restaurant and a lot of people there look like they're your age. Did so like is you, it, do you, feel you drop like, like hundred fifty dollars on a meal, and that's oh. where usually you'll see like sixty year olds. Yeah. And here it's just a bunch of twenties. Um. Do you feel like it'd be easy to make friends there? Mm, yeah. So it's just really fun to be around a lot of people your age. Yeah. And I don't know. And so I'm sure that so we didn't really we spent a little time with his friends, but not a ton. But I'm sure if you hang out with a lot of people, it's a lot of kids there who are just yeah. like really wanting to make it. That's fair. I also saw an, about wanting to quote make it. My favorite comedian, Nate Bargatze. Okay. Um, he was talking about um, how people from like small towns or towns where there's no movement, like, and people coming in and out a lot, where they're like, "Oh, you you'll never become famous. Like, you can't become famous. It's like it's like Cause it's the lottery like almost impossible." Almost like a stagnant place. Well, no. So they like like let's say you lived. I mean, I, I think here, New Mexico is pretty stagnant. Okay. A lot of people come here and get trapped here. Yeah. Quote, trapped here. Yeah. And so if you were to grow up and you'd be like, I want to be famous, your family would be like, that's impossible. That's like, you can't be famous. That's for a few elect people. Um, And he was saying that 
That's totally true. When you live in a place like that, you're not going to become famous. And he says, you need to be around people who are making it to realize that, oh, that's attainable. He was saying that he played a show with this. I feel like that's why people moved to L.A. Yeah, because they're, you, you, all of a sudden it becomes something attainable. You see people. Like he said, he would be doing shows with comedians. And then a year later, they'd be like on SNL. Oh, and my he's gosh. Like, he's like, I was doing a show with that guy. It'd probably be like us seeing like other people podcasting right now. and be like, wait, I want to be all, like, well, how, what are you doing? And then all of a sudden, we see you. that other podcast. They get millions of streams all of a sudden. Yeah. And we're like, well, how did they do that? Yeah. And then you just figure it out. You need to be around people who are doing the same thing and making it and be doing it successfully. Right. To then figure out how to become successful. Because there is a way. There's, there That's is a, a way. That's a really interesting point. I feel like sometimes it feels nice to be like a big fish in a small pond. Mm-hmm. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like it feels nice. I could get a ton of shows in Albuquerque like if I was a musician because there's not uh-huh. a lot of other musicians. But that that's probably as big as you're gonna get. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Huh. So he was he was like he he that's has why I also actually do not because of that specific reason, but I I really really do want to move. I do. If, if I want to move for the the express reason of just feeling a new environment, I've been here for yeah. a long time. I know what it's like here. I want to experience the opposite of where I am right now. So right, but while also kind of staying within my personality. So like, I would not want to move to the right. desert for a year. Yeah, I, I, that's what I've been craving is like moving to a place with like very like-minded people. But obviously, I think it's good to like grow mm-hmm. outside of that. Like like-minded people who are participating in like so, like I would want to find like skiers and you know like be in that yeah. like environment. Uh, that's why I kind of want to move to Colorado. But I just feel yeah. like it'd be so cool to just like put yourself brand new into like a situation like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I want to get out of here for a while, and I, I love New Mexico, and I want to come back. But the thing is, I've been thinking about it. Is it's always it's always going to be here. It's not going anywhere. No, like like Albuquerque. Yeah, like people are like oh like no, no like I I I I realize I like it because I really appreciate the fact that all my family is here, and mm-hmm. I think it's really important. My parents are like retirement age, and I just feel like it's so important to be a part of their life in this season. Sure. Because I'm I know I'm not gonna have them for forever, and yeah. that's like a morbid thing to say, but like it really is true. Mm-hmm. And so part of me just wants to soak up like every minute and ounce of wisdom from them, mm-hmm. but I also don't want to yeah. not live my life. Yeah. Speaking of like parents and wanting to be around them as as older they get, I saw a guy talk about um, kind of your perspective on it's kind of like a life perspective. But he said, uh, "How often do you?" He, he was interviewing someone. He said, "How often do you see your parents?" And the guy was like, I don't know. I might go home for uh, Thanksgiving and Christmas. So then he asked, like, how old how old are your parents right now? And he's like, they're 70. And so he's like, let's say the average age is, like, what, 85? Mm-hmm. That means you've got 15 years left to see them, which means you have 30 times left to see your parents. Mm-hmm. And so when you put it in perspective of I have 30 opportunities to see my parents mm-hmm. versus 15 years, because 15 years feels like a long time. Oh, yeah. 15 years, you're like, I got plenty of time to see my parents. But how often do you actually realistic see, realistically see them? You see them twice. Wow. You have 30 more times. Next time you see them, 29 times, 28 times. And that number goes down real quick. Wow. And so, yeah, definitely like living in a place where you get to be around your family, super, super important. I think it's like very undervalued with probably especially our generation because it's the idea like, yeah, they'll be there and you need to go live your life. But I feel like 
every part of who I am is like so greatly shaped by my family and they're such a good support system for me. Mm-hmm. Not to use them as a crutch, but it is like such a big value that I I'm just like so appreciative that I have. Yeah. Yeah, I know definitely families family is a lot. And I think that's what's holding that's what holds a lot of people back because New Mexico and Albuquerque I think a lot of it is is family comes here and family stays here. Yeah. And so they they tend to get they tend to get quote stuck. Yeah. Here. So, but I definitely don't want to be. I want to see some other places. I want to live in some other cultures and some other energy type places. So, yeah, I want to move too. Let's do it, dude. Let's do it, dude. You don't want to move to where I move, though. You want to move to New York? I want to move to New York. Yeah, I, I just Casey's really value New York outdoors things. After, after this trip, Casey said her new favorite big city is New York. So you're like, does that mean you'll let us move there? <laughs> does that mean we get to move? Sweet, I found us an apartment. <laughs> I got me really excited for sure. So, hmm. and with with how much they pay up there, I'm sure we can get a nice place. Yeah, yeah, you so. probably could. It just it also it honestly really just depends on the job that I can get wherever I go. So. Yeah, we're at a, a very weird age where it's like we actually have we're starting to get to the place where we have a little bit of money and we can mm-hmm. do these things. But you're also like, I want to set myself up well for like yeah. the rest of my life, so I'm not just like struggling. I think this first two years, Casey and I, we've saved pretty well. Um, like, not we haven't like put everything away. We're still needing to work on like investing and 401k management and stuff like that. Have you invested in crypto coins? I can't remember. No, I have not yet. I need to. But well, basically, we've been like, just it's so fun to be able to buy what you want and still save. Yeah. Like, we're just, like, really working on our house and our backyard, and we're still saving, and it's, like, I feel like your life comes together, but... That's true. Yeah. What coin did you get? I got Ethereum. Oh, you bought a lot of it, right? Yeah. And then I got Polygonmatic, Amp, and then I think because something about the way I buy, like, sometimes, like, gives me a little bit of Bitcoin, but I have, like, $10 of Bitcoin or something. Heck, yeah. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. I haven't invested in Bitcoin. It's just, it's just expensive, but... Yeah, it's really expensive. Yeah. Someone talk to me about cryptocurrency because I want to know more. Oh, we should have someone on the podcast about crypto. I'm sure. Oh, I can find someone. I know someone about crypto. I'll have yeah. On. I feel like most most boys our age will be like, I got you. Yo. No, this guy's older. Which, oh. Yeah. Anyway, um, dude, having a podcast here outside. So today I set up an iPad that had our QR code on it for our Spotify. Our Spotify. Yeah. And... We've had so many people stop by and like ask us about so it. I feel like that's people. why this episode is like a little choppy is because people keep it interrupting. They us. keep interrupting us and talking yeah. to us about stuff. They They're would like, come up to our code. Is this live? <laughs> <laughs> We're like, We're uh, like kinda. no. We edit it, but like we're talking <laughs> right now. Um, so it's been so fun to like be able to interact with people a little and more. I think we have some like people to inter- like people want to be our guests now, and like some of we them are had a dude really come up. interesting. We had a dude come up just now who we he, we exchanged numbers, and we will have him on the podcast. He's, I think very soon. He's from Silicon Valley, and he moved to Santa Fe. Has some startup company. Seems like a really cool dude. Has a hot air balloon that he wants to take us on and do a podcast in his hot air balloon during balloon fiesta. Yeah. <laughs> it's <all> <laughs> 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 but like, well, how cool would that podcast be? Yeah, that'd be really cool. That would be I feel beautiful. like we're gonna start having more people on as guests, and I think it's gonna be really fun. I think it's gonna be really fun. I, think it's gonna be I a still really want to figure out. I think the big thing is, I think we got to figure out how to keep the 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 environment of just kind of fun talking mm-hmm. while also being really informative. Because I don't want to be an interview podcast. 
I want to be, no, I still wanted to like, be like the lifestyle and like right. where, like who are you as a person, what made you who you are, yeah. while also letting them talk about what they're passionate about without yeah. shoving it down your throat. Yeah, like let me sell you over. Yeah. Yeah, like take our company and let's let's buy from we me. We need door-to-door salesmen now. <laughs> <laughs> We're hiring 12 to $15 an hour. Wait, did I ever tell you that I was part of a MLM for like five whole minutes? Wait, no, you did not. Yeah, I was a part of this wedding. And this wedding? I was not this past wedding, but I was in a wedding, and the bride was a part of this MLM, a ma- what is it? Uh, multi-level, multi-level marketing. marketing company. I won't say which one. And uh, so she kind of like got the bridesmaids involved, and so I kind of slightly felt obligated. And uh, like as your bridesmaid, she's like, and we will all be using <laughs> lotion by <laughs> Anne. No, actually, like. It, it was kind of like her idea of like how she was going to support, help support her family. So she like wanted the bridesmaids to kind of get in on it first. Rough. <laughs> and so we sold this. We, we decided to go down to New Mexico State University to the, all the sororities one month before spring break. And we sold them this product to help them get like fit and skinny <laughs> in 30 days. <laughs> <gasps> oh my I've gosh! Did you sell felt a lot? So ashamed in my life. Did they buy from you? Yeah, <laughs> they were all panicking. They're like, Abba, you're I'm like, going you're to the beach. Abba's <laughs> like, you see how skinny I am? Yeah, and you're not like me. Now, do you want to look like you at the beach all or right, like Linda, me at the beach? <laughs> you want to look like this? <laughs> buy the Take product. Take these supplements. They're like, it's fifty dollars, right? You're like, now it's seventy-five because you took no, too long. No, it was like three hundred dollars. Oh my gosh! So many of them are like, let me call my dad. <laughs> I seriously felt oh my really gosh. terrible. Yeah. So wow. uh, I quickly, I think I posted one thing on Instagram, like on my story about it. And it, it went against like everything in my character. And like yeah. a, a, a little part of my soul died. And I was like, delete this off my story. <laughs> this is not who I am. I mean, it took you long to post the podcast <laughs> on your story. I know <laughs> it did. It really did. Haters going to hate. You just got to get over <laughs> that little hurdle, large hurdle. <laughs> that is so funny. And then, so you just did that for that. And then she like, it does, is she so still we, doing it? Um, She was. And then she just had a baby. Oh, okay. I'm like, never she listens to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, she made a lot of money off of it. I just. Yeah, no, that's great. I, I Support your family, like, man. Grind. Yeah. People want to do it. Awesome. It just, for me, it like was just not who I was. Sure. That's fine. I wonder how many of those girls got skinny. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this, is, this has been all over the place, but it's been fun. Dude, it was. I honestly, I hated being gone for this long. Um, yeah. There were so many times where I would, like, hear stories. I'm sure I could, like, go through a lot more about New York and, and have some fun stuff yeah. in there because a lot did happen. Um, but I, like, regretted. And sorry, I just missed being able. I came back home, and I was like, Abba, so excited to catch up with you on the podcast. I feel like traveling is... I can see why, like, I think I would encourage my kids if they didn't want to go to college to, like, travel. To travel. Even just, like, traveling personally by myself for 10 days. Mm-hmm. I think it's, like, a really good thing to, like, it's you're, so like, good. completely responsible for yourself, for, mm-hmm. like, everything. I, th- I think I learned a lot. Yeah. I always learn when I travel. And, and it, you don't necessarily learn. Um, I think you just become competent. Uh, my mom recently asked for a list of everywhere Casey and I have traveled together. And it's a pretty good list. Did you write it down? Uh, we wrote it down because we had to send it to her. Um, we've been to L.A., San Francisco, Colorado Springs, Denver, Fort Collins, Moab, Phoenix, Oklahoma City, Ada, Oklahoma, Dallas, New York, 
Indianapolis, Nashville, Orlando, Fort Lauderdale, Paris. Are these places you've been to like separately or just no, together? No, these are just together. Okay. Grindelwald, uh, Manarella, and Milan. Whoa. So for like New two years, York. that is not a bad list of places to be in two weeks. So, yeah, traveling. What do you mean you did that in two weeks? Sorry, two years. Oh. Marriage. We've been <laughs> together for no two way. years. <laughs> been together for two. Sorry, we've been married for two years, and that's where we've been in two years. Mm. So, just really, yeah, travel, travel will like literally change your life and your perspective. You get to see so much, and yeah, you, you learn and grow. You learn it's what great. to do and not to do on an airplane. Yeah, don't throw up on an airplane. Don't wake somebody up with their AirPods in. I think yeah. that's just. I don't even think that's airplane <laughs> etiquette. That's just that's normal just life etiquette. etiquette. That's just like someone's got their AirPods in. You're not tapping them on Excuse the shoulder. Me, I'm nervous about seeing my boyfriend. I'm like, that's not my problem. You seem like a person to talk to. She's like, Jeez, you're so cool. Please. Can I get your Instagram? I was like, please no. Please no. That's so funny. Well, yeah. um, we need to harmonize our way out of this. How? What, what should we say? We don't have. We actually don't have glasses, so we can't clink. Oh yeah, I yeah. I, so I um, glass away. Do you want to say thanks for listening? Yeah. Okay, so I'm... Thanks for listening. <laughs> okay, ready? <laughs> I'm going to pee my pants. <laughs> All right, everyone. <laughs> this was the 14th episode of Tuesdays. We really appreciate it. Three, two, one. Thanks for listening. <laughs> oh, you matched me. You can't match <laughs> I me. I keep matching you. Okay, ready? ready? Three, two, one. Thanks, thanks for listening. listening. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll see you in a week. <laughs> Bye.